0: This week's episode of the award-winning, award-winning Here For It podcast yeah. is brought to you by Estrella. Estrella had been a girl for all of 92 seconds and knew automatically that she was pregnant <laughs> and she wanted to share the news with her mom.
1: <laughs> and her mama threw their pregnancy to in her face. <laughs>
0: Her mama was about to be a grandmother and she just was not accepting it. Um, Pee
1: on her girl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Possibly, maybe. She was living in her truth and that resonated with me. If you have not seen the viral video of Eastrella, go check out Vaughn Mom. Uh, There's a video about a week, maybe a week and a half ago, where uh, his mom was uh, confronting him about his transness and his ability to be pregnant and her, excuse me, her ability to be pregnant and her transness um, and Estrella was not having it. Estrella nah. said, I am not Vaughn. I am Estrella.
1: <laughs> Bitch. Yeah, so I'm in love with um, a black queer comedian who has a wig on, yes, but bringing light to trans issues. Trans issues. Uh, Especially and, in family but when relations. He performs, and so, but when he performs on
0: stage, he's in his boy drag. Okay. Um, so, I think that's also very important. I think everybody does not have to see um, what you see or celebrate your wins. Um, and you do not need medicine for that. His mom told him he needed medicine for um, thinking that she was pregnant and for
1: being I'm trans. being trans for 92 seconds. You need your medicine. I told you it wasn't working right. Your hand fat. Oh. Yeah. Better to grab that. <clears throat> wow hmm. <laughs> my name is ronald matters follow me on the internet at ronald matters and of course ronaldmatters.com. matters.com
0: i am the superman t-h-e-e-s-u-p-a-m-a-n mm-hmm. aka the homecoming king come on out bka the father of dragons right and then. this is here for a podcast
1: so yeah what is episode one gonna give i think it's a movie it's about homecoming no trade the king of dragons oh uh, see i'm, I'm both
0: <laughs> dual dual we gonna, we're about to get to duality here in a minute you
1: thirsty? and you be on...
0: i'm all the above i'm everyone man and <laughs> Amen. and man this well okay so i'll address that first i think the first episode is gonna be kind of boring they're not gonna do much but the second episode they're gonna kill somebody on game of thrones coming sunday if you are not aware the premiere coming um it's gonna be everything everybody this month is about to be a lot yeah pray light your candles get your stones get your spirits in order because shit is about to happen um our icebreaker this week is if you could ask rupaul a question what would you ask her
1: what would you do differently about the rollout the reaction to your comment about trans women being well trans people at all being on drag race because oh do i expl- okay what the explanation of my question is because i agree with rue to be taken seriously as a mm-hmm. trans woman i mean like drag is like men dressing up as women so if you are a trans woman who is a drag queen anybody could do drag there's biological drag queens you know like biological heterosexual women who do drag i mean like there's so many types and forms of drag but to be accepted seriously as a trans woman and to want to be a trans woman that's one thing and so for men to be dressing up and playing around in wigs and like you, that's your real life so you don't want people playing with you and getting it mixed up like no this is my real life and her trans issues are my issues because this is my everyday um so but then Ruth turned around and then put so, Nick on the Haller Slate Spectacular, then turned around to put Gia Gunn in the next All Star season. So, Ru, if you were gonna do that, then why were you so shady with the way that you didn't feel not with entitled to out. and within within your wheelhouse to say, I did say to be a trans woman to be taken seriously as a trans woman is a full thing on its own. But if you still want to be a drag queen we can discuss changing the current paperwork down to the world of wonder in the, in the VH one to make it so trans people can participate in the competition.
0: Yes. So why didn't
1: say that you sounded, you <laughs> gave Rue the answer that you needed as
0: well, because you just said you agreed with her, and then gave the correct answer at the end. But that's so root could have said that. So a definition of drag queen, uh, because it's changing <laughs> and there are many, Drag queens are performance artists, almost always male, uh-huh. who dress in women's clothing. The almost, almost always, always male uh-huh. is key here. Uh-huh. So it does not mean that you always have to be nope. male. You don't. So if you are a female, aka a transgender woman, a I'm, a, I'm, gr- a, gr- uh-huh. I'm a transgender woman now. I can still participate in this performance art as a performance artist. Take this shit off, I'm still a woman. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Gia Gunn. Uh, went through that full journey the the whole time that she was on All Stars and saying, yes, being in drag and being in trans, being a trans woman, were two different things. She was a different character. She played a character as Gia Gunn, rather than Gia that went home at the end of the night and that was still learning and still growing and still trying to be a better trans woman. Mm-hmm. So Gia, the trans woman, can play a character, Gia Gunn, on Drag Race. Yeah, a little shady, fishy queen.
1: And... She's still shady and fishy in real life. <laughs> but she can you know amp it but up she for still Drag Race. Gives the causes and things outside yeah. of her character. And and she's a, a a bigger voice and a bigger
0: and, and has it, a bigger platform it, yeah. now that she has done that. Um and so that's why I But why
1: Rue didn't say that? Why Rue didn't say that like if if all Rue had to say was we need to change the rules of the competition so it can be acceptable. It's not that Rue didn't agree with people's thoughts it's just like girl i just got to go
0: down to the world to have a meeting well no it is that she disagreed (laughs) initially and then came around after the backlash Hmm. so
1: but that's why i want to ask because i'm like what is going on with that whole your comment the backlash to it then what you actually end up doing after the backlash how could that have been different because as an icon you should have had crisis managers by your side
0: It gave me very white people, um, (laughs) whereas they found out that the Civil Rights Revolution happened, and then they said, okay, well, we'll give you segregation. Like, that's still... That's still separate, that's but not, not good equal. Enough. That's not good enough. So uh, that's, that's what it was. I think that we're giving Rue too much credit to say that it was in her wheelhouse because obviously it was not. It was not. And the rollout of her putting trans people on the show and not actually having the conversation about her previous comments show us that that was not in her wheelhouse. And mm-hmm. still it's not. No shade.
1: But that's why I want to ask because I don't know what's go- what is going on.
0: Um, I'd ask her who she thinks is the least productive winner of drag race. Oh,
1: your question is for Rue as well. Yeah. Oh, (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. um, drag my fave. (laughs) It's just a question. She can, (laughs) she can come on here for a podcast and and answer the questions. If she would like to talk to the community. Um, I think that she will not answer the question.
1: Ask who was the least productive winner of of her competition. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So, uh, 15 winners now. Ooh. And um, a couple we still see today doing things, uh, being her, shaking shit up. Uh-huh. Uh, others, I guess at home, jacking off or something. I don't know. Like, what? You were supposed to be the future of drag, and, and now you're in the past. So questions we have for RuPaul. All
1: right.
0: Um, our word of the day this week is ambivert. Ambivert, A-M-B-I-V-E-R-T. sound like a depression medicine. It's similar to one, Yes um ambivert is a person whose personality has a balance of extrovert and introvert features um i think i identify as an ambivert because everyone believes that i'm in um extrovert but i am more than likely most of the time an introvert who loves his own space his own time and his own um path to create and write and go to sleep and get drunk and repeat so ambivert a person whose personality has a balance of extrovert and introvert features. That is our word of the day this week. Thank you guys so much for listening to us for two years and for our new listeners. Um, we, we noticed some new subscribers, make sure that if you are continuing to listen to this podcast, that you continue to subscribe. So we see you because otherwise we don't see you. Um, (laughs) We've been doing this for two years, and this is not free. This podcast is not free. These drinks are not free. This food is not free. This electricity and this space that we inhabit is not free. All right. And so if you would like to support your favorite or your new favorite podcast, you can get over to Patreon right now the link is in our description yes, of this it always is. <laughs> of this episode and for at least one dollar one dollar a month i know you hoes got it i know you you rich hoes got it oh not
1: rich for yeah, at least one dollar straight people
0: yeah well <laughs> that's a whole nother topic um for at least one dollar a month you can support uh these two broke homos ah
1: you just gotta be broke
0: <laughs> that haircut called you broke uh <laughs>
1: read me then also shout out to Jamil who just joined the hashtag here for it hive um, thank you so much for your donation to us monthly we love you and appreciate you and of course where are you on Instagram Yeah, message us definitely. So or I on Twitter haven't seen you on, I, Yeah, he joined Twitter like a month or so ago um, Jamil message us
0: yeah, and so if you are poorer than us, you can also support by leaving an Apple review, a five-star review, because this is a five-star bitch podcast. Okay. Um, or sharing this podcast with your community, with your social media audience. We would greatly appreciate it. More uh, gay voices need to be heard by gay voices, especially black, queer, leaning ones. We would greatly appreciate that. Fat now, now, now you broke it. Yay! Now, now it. I'm
1: not a liar. <laughs> um,
0: also, if you could donate to uh, the Bail Joy Behar Out of Jail Fund, woo!
1: <laughs> the Indiegogo or the me because it needs to be two of them.
0: All of the above. We don't want none of that shit crashing. We want to get the most money because she might need a lot of money jo- if she hit that bitch oh, in the head.
1: Y'all know I do not do Sarah McCain. I don't know why she <laughs> Megan. His name is Sarah on this show.
0: <laughs> I'm personally passing around the collection plate, uh, so she can do what needs to be done. Megan McCain has been out here reckless for a while. And so if we build up this bail fund, Joy can just start off the episode punching her. Yeah. Kicking her, giving her a real housewives of advanced. I know dragging. I got it. I know I got it. My so, friends got me. Yeah. <laughs> we are if we get if we tell her up front, listen, sis, we got
1: fifty thousand dollars worth of bail money go and we're gonna call you a designer and get you some fear so when you walk out you'll be in designer this is not the first time that you've been fired from
0: um the view no so and you've already said previously you get fired tomorrow she's gonna be all right
1: literally contracts (laughs) multiple book coming out
0: so for the good of you and the good of us watching this show do what needs to be done
1: so joy behar on the view was talking about um, I think Trump was saying that he wanted to take money away from these countries and close off entry entries or something like that. The whole border. And so <laughs> Joy points. Behar was like, well, what we need to be doing is showing these people love. The people of Venezuela cannot afford to eat. What Donald Trump needs to be doing with his power as the most, I would say the most biggest Lord Jesus, the most powerful entity in oh, the Earth. Western world is to show these people love. He already had Mike Pence go over there, but and um, claim who the Democratic person was going to be, who America supported. But we can't send them food. And then uh, Sarah wanted to change the conversation to, well, what about the Democrats? And Joy said, but we're, right now we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about Venezuelans needing food, shelter. Woo! And
0: then uh, Megan McCain politely or impolitely more than she likely. Said,
1: let me finish my th- let me finish speaking. And then she, Sarah said, your job is to listen to me speak.
0: <laughs> One, not only is that comical. And
1: she fluffed her hair. Your job is to listen to me speak. And she fluffed her hair. What you- where is your resume? <laughs> what does your resume say?
0: There is a panel of accomplished women on the panel of The View. And there's, there's a reason a,
1: I'm center stage. I'm there, center at the table. I center this table. My, I am that girl. <laughs> a grounding a grounding force. That's another topic for another day. There is an EGOT
0: winner on that panel. Moderator. There is an accomplished federal
1: lawyer on that panel. Come on, Sonny. That's my fave. My fave as well. <laughs> And your claim to fame, your notoriety is that you came out of someone else's penis. And she commented on blogs and became a comment. But but someone else's job that has
0: been a legend in comedy for decades, their job is to listen to you
1: you're she taught in the school system for 30 years they was like girl i'm tired of teaching these kids they get on my nerves and then when it became a legend it's something else (laughs) you're the 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 lowest
0: common denominator here (laughs) like everybody has more numbers more things and you have the least (laughs) and you think someone's job is to listen (laughs) to you say nothing on a regular fucking basis, <laughs> and then pretend to be a gay ally and accept an award. Gay! The
1: gay. What
0: in the fuck Who is Megan McCain smoking? I would Who like gave her, that was... joint. That joint has taken her off of the planet of Earth, told her she was God, and then she created the Earth. That is the kind of goddamn joint that I need. Hi, boots. Um,
1: <laughs> 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 uh, <I>, <laughs> I'm done with her. Our affirmation I just wanted to let you know that this ain't in the order It is. <laughs> What's going on on the order It is, we did our altar call
0: So please come on down to the altar and donate at least a dollar To our Patreon Or uh-huh. uh, at least a dollar to the bill Joe Behar out of jail fund Please I know you hoes got it, y'all just got y'all taxes back Last week Um, Our affirmation This, this week is your duality Makes you a god Uh, I talked about Ambivert's Uh, A moment ago in our word of the day Um, Your duality is extremely important Recognizing and or finding your duality is even more important Um, They hate that you can project and contain masculinity and femininity They hate that you can contain and project blackness and gayness at the same time That is why they are mad They hate that you cannot, that you can project and contain professionalism and ratchet at the same time. They are mad about that. They're doing both. Recognize your duality. Your duality makes you special. Your duality makes you a god. Things they don't understand, they seek to undermine and destroy. We understand our powers and that upsets them because it manifests and forces them to see their frailties. You can be feminine and masculine at the same time, and I can only be one? Ooh, I'm mad at that. Ooh, that's strange. That looks weird. Of course it does, because you can't do it. Continue to manifest and grow stronger. Um, There are many, many writings and tales of Gods that were bisexual and gay, please do that research. It is really important, uh, to see your own past, to see your, your previous ancestry, ancestral gods, Zeus, Dionysus, Pan, Poseidon, and Erythros, Eryth- uh, were all gay and bisexual leaning gods, uh, who were also based on the African Orishas and the Zodiacs. So, um, if you have free time, do that research because this is extremely important. Um, I, I I did that research uh, over the past couple of weeks and saw a lot of similarities in things that I do in in my work and things that I do in my leisure um, that are similar to these gods and their gay and bisexual stories. So recognize your duality, celebrate your duality, and don't let nobody take that shit from you. That is our affirmation this week.
1: Just about Dwayne Wade's son.
0: We're gonna get to that.
1: Oh, I thought this was leading into it. I was like, Yes, you better lead into that.
0: Um, <clears throat> we're getting into our tepid topics. There was a topic, uh, more tepid, more hot, more spicy, more saucy than that. Okay, and that will, um, but Beyonce's dominance is unquestionable, oh. unmatched.
1: When they say, like, keep at least a thousand in savings <laughs> just for Beyonce, they're not playing. <clears throat>
0: And that's why we would like you to get over to our Patreon right now, because we are not ready. <laughs> we have a Netflix subscription, but if the bitch go on tour tomorrow, we're not ready. We're not ready. Um, if you were under a rock or you did not have an internet connection uh, over the past few days, Netflix announced a documentary by Beyonce, not about, by Beyonce, entitled Homecoming. Homecoming.
1: What okay. got on my nerves was I got an email like Thursday that's like, Hey gay we changed your plan from nine ninety nine to twelve ninety nine So then the girls get on Twitter and Instagram and they leaving these comments, Y'all becoming a real Bill. And then Sunday we wake up, then like, Hey, look at this. They're like, Oh, we were all like, Oh, so y'all just trying to shut us all up. Okay, cool. Twelve ninety nine Fine, ma'am. Fifteen ninety nine a month for four screens. Sure, ma'am. Beyonce coming out. I'm not gonna argue with y'all. <laughs> ain't no argument. Ain't no argument. That's that's what my grandma used to say. Ain't no argument. <laughs>
0: she, grandma, this this spaghetti code. Ain't no argument. Same same way. Ain't no argument. I don't give a fuck what you ho say. Ain't no argument. And say that to everybody that is twelve ninety
1: nine
0: for Netflix. That is mad about it. And Hulu
1: gonna, is five ninety nine.
0: Hulu ain't got Beyonce. <laughs> you know who ain't got Beyonce? I ABC.
1: Can get, I can get Spotify and Hulu. Now they just, Spotify sent the email. I can get Spotify premium and Hulu for $9.99. And Netflix alone wants to be $12.99. Yes. If she gave a fuck about streaming, them, um, she would have put lemonade up on Spotify. <laughs> or homecoming. Cause <laughs> I mean, everybody's going to be sitting there watching it. <laughs>
0: What the fuck? Why not? Oh, oh! I'm. I'm I, 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 just let it. Just, ah, let, it, let, it I'm flow. just so let it flow. I'm so excited. Let it flow. So both her and I are fully aware of where we're gonna, where we're all gonna be on the 17th. Yeah. She knows I'll where we're gonna night. be on the 17th. I know where we're gonna be on the 17th. And you hoes know where we're gonna be on the 17th. Um, this is another <laughs> surprise announcement in the succession of all surprise announcements yeah. that come from Beyonce. You never know what the fuck the bitch is doing. Uh-huh. We have begged, begged for the on the run tour, uh, be- behind the scenes and Ooh. video footage. And she was like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> then Coachella happened and we begged, we cried, we pleaded, we begged some more. And she was like,
1: I'm yeah. not telling you
0: nothing. It's going to be a reflection not only just of Beyonce, but Beyonce is going to talk about black history, um, black collegiate history, uh, black history in in homecomings, Uh in fraternities and sororities that uh, sometimes lift us up, sometimes throw us down. Uh, (laughs) But I'm excited that it's not just what we ask for, which is what Beyonce specializes in. We ask for an album, and she says, okay, I'm going to give you a visual album.
1: Somebody had said, like, wouldn't it shit if at the end it said album out now the same way it did when they performed at the O2 Arena in London? I'm going to (laughs) cry. I was like, bitch, two hours and 17 minutes plus an album? That's too much. She's not going to give you all that. She might put album out April twenty sixth or something.
0: She could just put Lion King coming soon, and that'll be uh, enough for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. Soundtrack. Enough. Soundtrack available. The two weeks before. Soundtracks usually come out two weeks before the movie. I'm scared right now. <laughs> I'm scared right. My heart is beating. Hyperventilating. Um, Blue was holding auditions. <laughs> Baby, Blue was leading it. The... She was like, okay, I gotta swear these braids. So I gotta make sure that bitch on the third row. I see you back there.
0: Listen, Blue told the girls. <laughs> This is what the choreography is. Get in formation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I live. I absolutely live. I just, and they knew exactly what to put in this trailer, to make, whew, um, to make me hot. A shot of the babies. Um, they even put like less of Jay Z. <laughs> Thank you. No, <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> we really don't care. The Kane moment at the end of um the trailer told me that. Beyonce knew what she was doing when she started this uh-huh. she knew that this was going to be video and this had to be a moment and you will remember it I remembered it from the the moment I saw it uh-huh. premiere on Coachella but now the documentary of it a bigger even a, even bigger moment um uh, just I knew she, she knew she knew what she was doing um thank you <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you sound really gay. <laughs> you
1: sound um,
0: so gay. Somebody please tell Reebok to get their luggage. They because... said it was a lie,
1: and I'm just like, of course y'all gonna say it's a lie because y'all know Beyonce is not gonna respond. So who is the war with? Yourself, y'all lying, and now y'all out here causing war with this move.
0: Yes, <laughs> He literally go to the airport. <laughs> Somebody will send your luggage. Somebody will send it. It is it better for you to be at home? <laughs> it is better for you to be at home than to be on our timelines and on our feet. You get the fuck out of here. Who in the fuck at Reebok thought it was a good idea to have a, a production meeting with Beyonce of all white
1: girls? After she just put out for <laughs> Who
0: thought that was a good idea? Huh.
1: And so fire that person one. I'm confused about what Beyonce is thinking right now. We're her journey is going.
0: And um fire all the girls that were on that team that never looked around in that room and said,
1: "We're all white. Why are we getting to make the decisions of a global company? I think we need to go get LaShonda for marketing and just have her sit in on two of the meetings. At least be an, a consultant <laughs> or something." Like, yeah, what? Get, yeah. What about that room
0: that all y'all white asses looking around think was okay?
1: Tangela what you think about this? Cause her name Angela, but they put a T in front of it. Cause they get her. well. At least it's not <laughs> ten, it's not Tanya. <laughs> it's Tanya time. <laughs> um.
0: So, I'm when you make a million million dollar decisions, put a person of color in the room. Put a few people of color. Put someone of a different sexual orientation in the room. No matter if it's Beyonce or Brenda. Come Especially in. on a global campaign. Wow. Yeah, really fucked up. Yeah. Um, and more on that with my last tepid topic, because uh that that conversation changed my mind this week, and I think it should change you guys' mind as well. Um, the next one, uh, like we aforementioned, was Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade proudly celebrating their son at Miami Beach Pride this past weekend. Eleven years old. Eleven years old. On downtown Floats. Beautiful boy. Participating in the parade. Um, we don't really know if he's gay. We don't know if he knows if he's gay. We know that he wanted to go to the pride parade and his parents were supportive. Amen. Um, Gabrielle Union went directly down there with him and um, some of their other family members. uh, His older brother, they have a a 17 year old brother. Yeah, his older brother looks exactly like Dwayne Wade because I thought it was Dwayne Wade, but it was not. (laughs) Um, Dwayne Wade. posted all of it on his insta story yeah uh, i'm not sure if he was at an away game or, or whatever but um he at least showed his support because well, other, his baby yeah other black heterosexual men would be like mm, i know your mama did that but i ain't, I ain't gonna talk about that <laughs> or i'm gonna cuss your mama out for doing it and i am gonna take the
1: the gay flag out your room somebody said he 11 years old he ain't even ate pussy yet how he know he gay and so a black woman responded. Shout out to them for um having our back. Sometimes the black woman responded. Well, how many dicks did you suck before you knew you were straight? I said, Oh, the black woman holding the black man accountable. I'm here for it. <laughs> I was here for it. Absolutely.
0: Um, and I mean, out of all the stuff that you've heard of, about marital drama between Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, this is just beautiful. And mm-hmm. I want, I want their representation of what cis hetero people respecting and promoting their children no matter what, that should be the standard. That shouldn't be an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Like we're we're praising it today because we don't see it often, but next year it needs to be commonplace.
1: Y'all work that out. Paris is burning. Anniversary is coming? I, no. I, I've been seeing it recently, but I don't know why I've been seeing it. So, break it down. Okay. Okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to breathe because I'm not going to faint. I almost fainted.
0: Honestly, truly. I'm
1: <laughs> uh, <Ooh, laughs> occurrence today. Uh, yeah.
0: Ooh. Paris is Burning has been remastered and will make its return to New York on June 14th for a two-week run at uh, the city's film forum. Oh. According to Out Magazine. So. Shout out to McHale Street over there. I have six words. I would like to see it. <laughs> I would like to see it. Okay. I've seen Paris is Burning dozens of times. Uh-huh. I quote Paris is Burning. I uh, There's a a pantheon in my vocabulary that is, panthe- uh, that is Paris is Burning. And for someone to have taken that and remastered the footage and put it on a big screen like a movie Ooh. on June 14th during Pride Month. Come on out get your fur. my gay ass is gonna i i gotta be there i have to i have to be there i don't know what, what we're gonna do
1: i'm gonna say like are we gonna have a, the flag with the black and brown on it or well i'm not taking that philly um, just put um the white stripe across the top of the black and brown stripe to represent trans visibility because well, tra- you know like they have the baby blue the ba- the light pink and the white so yeah, well
0: transvisibil transness and transvisibility already has a flag. I don't I don't feel like we need but to But they were saying it.
1: they want to put it on the regular flag. That's why the black and brown stripes are on it. And you were here for that. Yes, um I would like to see it as well because <laughs> <laughs> I that just sounds like
0: it's ugly. That sounds like uh, just from a visual perspective, mm-hmm. it does not. But that's why you want to see it. I would like to see it. Mm-hmm. Um but
1: the news at hand Paris is burning is coming to a movie theater. I already paid I don't, $26 for the DVD, but if it's been remastered, I want to pay $26 for that DVD too. I
0: don't. I, I, yes, the, I want to pay for the DVD remastered, but I want to go see it in a movie theater. Yeah. Seeing stuff in a movie theater is a completely different experience than seeing it at home or on your computer or on, on a mobile device. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for it to be happening during Pride Month and in New York during this great film festival is. Something that I feel like just drew me right in. So New York listeners. Huh. I would like for y'all to put something together. I know y'all hoes want to go see it. Y'all know y'all know these hoes want to go see it? Put something together because we may be getting on a metro bus <laughs> and, or a Greyhound bus. And coming up to pay y'all a visit. Um, it might be a really good opportunity for us to have a happy hour.
1: I want to be, Oh yeah, we're all supposed to be doing that but.
0: with you guys. And during pride month, that means we can be extra loud and extra gay in New York. And we have not seen y'all in a while. And I know that there are some walls up there that I need to adjust. So the ball is in your court, New York. Real housewives of Atlanta. They aired a reunion this past weekend. Um, we previously talked about the trailer and the reunion uh huh. was boring compared to the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer was the best parts of that episode and the rest were I didn't have to see that. When I didn't I didn't have to did see not. that. Um the the most glaring, obviously, is uh, the downfall of Miss Nini Leaks. The miseducation of Miss Nini Leaks. Uh,
1: I actually like that.
0: The miseducation, because that's Leakes, it's, yeah. that's that's all it could be. It jumped out. Um, oftentimes, the loudest in a room is the most insecure. And Nene proved that proverb to be exactly true this past weekend. And then all of her internet temper tantrums ever since just confounded that her insecurity that she was attempting to read somebody else about is hers. So she's on the internet reading someone for being unpretty. Look in the mirror. She's on the internet reading someone Uh, about... Don't
1: do that. They talked about Jesus, but Jesus still loved everybody.
0: I still love her. I can still be honest (laughs) with her as well.
1: Well, in comparison, too. I mean, if we're doing... Pretty don't... If I'm on bestabout.com and I'm looking at this computer and comparing it to this computer, ma'am, move.
0: Pretty is more than your outwardly appearance. Oh, oh. So, when I say (laughs) this is very unpretty, I don't exactly mean her outwardly appearance. Miss um, Nene Leaks is worth millions of dollars. She's invested millions of dollars into her look, into her fashions, and into her aesthetic. So it's definitely pretty to Greg. Greg ain't going nowhere. Um, Which so I'm cool
1: not. It was the way she wow. um
0: Wow. Uh, so I'm not talking about her necessarily her aesthetic, but her demeanor, her attitude. Everything was very ugly. It was very ugly. And that's what makes me, that's what confirms to me that is her insecurity that is jumping out, and not everyone just being a horrible friend, and everyone everyone's just not supporting you? It's the passive aggressive friendship of, oh we were friends, oh we friends, oh we not friends now? I wouldn't do that to my real friends.
1: Episode one was Portia putting girls together to come to Florida to come see Nene's comedy show and open her Miami store or uh, Swag, Swag something. You 51 years old, opening a boutique called Swag. Move around. Then you on the internet saying, my stage three husband with colon cancer is getting on my nerves and I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. And then so everyone on the couch was telling you, girl, you 51 years old, are you gonna venting about your marriage on Twitter? Even my twenty five year old friends were like, girl, keep your relationship off Twitter. And you double their age and you think people are hating on you because you venting about your marriage on Twitter. No, they're trying to help you. <laughs> what the- I'm 51 years old. I can vent about my marriage on Twitter.
0: I just would like to know where was the <laughs> bad bitch that Nene has been saying that she she's she is for she's been on ten seasons of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And every season, she proclaims to be just the baddest bitch. I'm that. Growl. She wrote
1: "threat" across her name tag on her dressing room. Threat to who? Threat to yourself. She's a threat to herself. But when,
0: when you are a threat, when you are that, girl, you are a bad bitch. It exudes. You don't. It have exudes, to. and you and you stand strong in things that you say. If I said on the internet. Ronald Matters is an insecure, ugly bitch. I sure am. And then they put me in a room with Ronald Matters and asked me, did you say that? Yup. I sure did. Sure did. Mm. It ain't going to be no bouncing around like, well, y'all have to figure that out. What? I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) I can tell whoever the fuck I want to that they are ugly and they are insecure and they are broke and they'll never be me and they'll be this and they'll be that because I am a bad bitch. Where was that energy? Not present I think opinions are like assholes Well we know that Everybody has one Um, But being an asshole about an opinion Is completely different And that's exactly what she was doing The whole episode Being an asshole about other people's opinions And the opinions weren't even
1: necessarily about her She was just being an asshole about the opinions And if they didn't include her she was being an asshole about that Because the focus should have been on her
0: (laughs) Insecurity Oh Um, real time with Bill Maher. I'm gonna take a deep breath with this one. I know
1: what I missed. I watched it, but did you catch something I did? I sure did. I'm sorry.
0: Um, real time with Bill Maher is one of my favorite shows. One of um the most informative shows I think on TV. Uh, it's very inclusive of all types of different arguments, all types of different people coming from all types of walks of lives. And Bill is uh, sometimes very funny. Sometimes misses the mark and problematic.
1: You wouldn't. He wouldn't be a fave if he wasn't problematic. Woo.
0: Um, there's. With that saying there's probably six or seven shows that I watch religiously. I don't miss an episode, and that says a lot because I don't devote a lot of time to TV anymore. Um, and that's one of them. But this past week, they touched on the sexual assault conversation surrounding Joe Biden, um, and I was absolutely not here for um glossing over the remarks or the glossy shade we're putting over the term of sexual assault. Um, Sexual assault does not always have to mean penetration. Penetration. It does Mm -hmm. not always have to mean um, someone taking their clothes off and exposing exposing themselves themselves to you or jacking off in front of you. It means assaulting someone in a sexual manner. And so if Joe Biden is smelling someone's hair or hugging them too long and they feel inappropriate and he continues the same behavior unapologetically, that still can be characterized as sexual assault.
1: Because it's not your action. It's the way the person receiving the action perceives it. That's down to the HR. I'm just like, oh,
0: right. And so <laughs> as an HR girl, that's what I'm saying is. It doesn't, it, he doesn't, he seen. doesn't have to put his penis inside somebody for it to be sexual assault. He can just hug somebody real long, smell their hair, and then go back to his dressing room and jack off because he got to invade that person's space. Mm-hmm. That is still sexual assault. And that is real. That is something that these perverts do. And I don't know. I don't, I don't really I can't think. And I, and I can't confirm that that's what Joe Biden does or, or who Joe Biden is. Mm-hmm. But, if the same thing continuously is being said about you, stop it. Apologize. I say I'm never doing that again. I was never trying to do
1: that. That's what he said in his video. But you're saying what they said on BLM. What they were they were glossing over it and saying, mm-hmm. no, that's not sexual assault. They're tired of Democrats apologizing. Yeah. Democrats have been apologizing for it. I remember that part of the conversation. Like Democrats have been apologizing for everything. And BLM is sick of Democrats apologizing because the Republicans are not doing that at all. Trump said, grab him by the pussy, got elected president, but Joe Biden hugged somebody for too long, and now all of a sudden he's a rapist, I guess? They're trying to persuade... I, I don't know. It's yeah. really complicated. Yeah, I
0: don't think... I don't Again, I don't think he's a rapist. I think yeah. that we need to evolve as a culture. It's not okay to smell a woman's hair. That's not okay. First of
1: all, I, I not It's not okay to hug
0: somebody where they feel like it's inappropriately too long what are you doing
1: because what is he gonna ask oh girl you use Shea Shirt. Sure what products you, you know? i mean like what is joe biden gonna do he's still gonna use his regular garnier products or something. i mean like is he changing routines or something
0: it's not appropriate <laughs> um and so as someone that has been in the public i know what it is, it's like to shake hands and kiss babies there are a lot there's a line mm-hmm. of shaking hands and kissing babies and kissing babies
1: is still like, mm, mm, don't, mm, don't mm. put your drums on my baby. Uh-uh, because some baby was three months old and got herpes and died because somebody um kissed him in the face or something like that. And it was a really innocent kiss, but the, I guess the person didn't know that they had HSV-1? Whew. A
0: grand possibility. Wow. But I think that it's important for us to be fucking clear. uh uh um, <laughs> I know we're in the, the Me Too era and things are, yeah, you know, we're still feminism. figuring shit out. But some stuff we don't even have to figure out. Some stuff does not smell, past the smell Don't test. smell
1: it. Don't smell it. No <laughs> smells. No smells.
0: <laughs> He's not accused of out here smelling men's hair.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Um, do I think that he should be a presidential nominee? No. Um. Do I think that he meant any harm? Possibly not. But we need a candidate that we don't have those type of questions about. We don't we don't need that. We need a candidate that that is not even a question of whether they might be possibly being inappropriate with voters. Um I think that we need to draw a line um and delineate clearly uh what sexual assault is and what inappropriate is. And I say that as a survivor, as a listener and an adv- and an advocate. Um I think that we can separate when shit is inappropriate and name it that and I think that we can separate when shit is possibly sexual assault and name it that. Um with that being said, about presidential nominees, uh current presidential nominee Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Come on, you um, said it right. Yeah, I had to practice. Practice. <laughs> um made waves this past weekend with comments that he made directly towards uh Mike Pence. And for me, this got my attention. I call um, the girls out. Because if you a bad bitch. He's the only gay man, openly gay man, running for president of the United States, the first openly gay man running for president of the United States. I am one, here for that. Um two, I am here for calling the girls on their bullshit. Mike Pence is this Bible thumping I love Jesus, Christian, um, but has the most homophobic past of a lot of politicians. Like, the girl is up there. The girls 10. in
1: Indiana boo him when he comes... How you Indiana's governor and the girls boo you when you come out to throw the first pitch at the baseball game?
0: Because <laughs> you're boo. trash. Um, but uh, Mike Pence has been on the forefront of taking away gay rights, making sure that gay conversion therapies are funded and uh creating laws in the state of Indiana uh-huh. that take away from um gay liberties, uh gay people, anybody that's not like him, not like the people directly around
1: white and his above age 55. Right. If you can't get the discount at the um Aha Joy.
0: Yes. Um and I think that that's present in um, a lot of the country. It's not just Indiana. Um, but I thought that his comments to Mike Pence were extremely important uh, because he is from Indiana. He is a mayor of a city in Indiana. And uh, as a gay presidential hopeful, uh, he took a stand. Uh, and what he asked he asked Mike Pence if he wanted smoke, basically. Um The, the comment was, um, if you have a problem with my gayness, then the problem is with my creator and not me. So that is an attack on two fronts. The attack is if you have a problem with gayness, you have a problem. Cause I was made in his image. (laughs) That's your problem. That's not my problem. The second attack is you are this Bible-thumping Christian and you believe in the Bible so much and you believe in the creator and uh, that he is the end-all, know-all, be-all. How did he create my gay ass and and, and it's an abomination? So go talk to your creator about these things that you are confused about since you're so damn confused. Yeah, I would like to see your dissertation on it. Uh, I don't. Actually, I don't. I would like you to go to that same God that you pretend to pray to that you pretend to listen to and talk to him about why he created me and why he created you.
1: So is he going to die? then come back. Or is he just going to stay dead? But,
0: but again, uh, his comments this weekend, I thought were very pointed and very timely. Uh, it's great that he would call a bigot like Mike Pence out. And the fact that he did it from a place of gayness I absolutely am here for. I hope there's video. Uh, yeah, I think there was some, but it was, like, shaky... Oh, okay. ...video. Down to the town hall. Yeah. Um, Tamar Braxton... Shout-out to y'all tamar out there. And the one sitting across from me. Tamar Braxton faced backlash after she bragged, um, about how fine her man was. Um... And then the internet got a hold of some pictures of him.
1: Yeah, he she premiered him at the Braxton Family Values premiere,
0: and all y'all said hell to the no, to the 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 no, the no, 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 sis. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that is a it's an important lesson for us to learn. Like I was saying about I'm gonna let uh, you finish,
1: but I need space. Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Watch your own man and watch your mouth because just because she thinks that he's the finest thing walking doesn't mean that you have to think that he's the finest thing. Oh, okay, walking.
1: great. I was like, I hope we got the same opinion about this because yes, he's my man, my man, mine. I think he's great. I think he's amazing. I believe she did the same thing with Vince. And so whew. um
0: That means that we can be wrong. <laughs> hindsight is twenty twenty. That was also something
1: we have to be twenty thirty or something. Forty. But
0: <laughs> I've had six exes and all of them was the finest man in the world. Yeah. To me. To, to me. me. <laughs> Friends and family was like, Are you
1: sure? Uh, sh- <laughs> right. I'm I was like, like, like Yeah, y'all yeah. see him. I don't see it. That's fine. Great. You don't got to. Great. Fewer people to worry about. More for me. Thank you. Bring us a toaster to the wedding. Because he's fine. <laughs> As fuck. Fuck you. Sign the gift book and donate to our uh, honeymoon. And if you would just be <laughs> busy
0: about watching your own man and watching your mouth, <laughs> you wouldn't be worried about it at all. At all. And so I respect Miss Tamar Braxton for doubling down, when asked about it this past weekend yeah. on um, Watch What Happens Live. And she was like, yeah, he is fine.
1: He is fine to me. Fine. Fine as fuck. And, um... I thought I was gonna have to fight you. Who Put my boxing gloves it just, away.
0: It um... made me rethink some shit. I might need an ugly nigga next. <laughs> hey, but it don't mean they faithful. I'll tell you that. Oh, that'll make you mad as fuck. And I'm that'll like, make
1: <laughs> you mad. Wait, what are you... I better been a cute nigga for this. Uh, ooh.
0: Damn. Um, <laughs> Holiness is still right and required over here, period. Ugly or cute. Um, good riddance. Good. Oh shit. Who?
1: Good riddance.
0: Syllables, girl. Kirsten Nielsen. This is a tongue twister.
1: Adios, amigos. And I said that in Spanish because <laughs> she <laughs> was picking <laughs> g- 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 up the Spanish children from there. <laughs> Adios.
0: Please let the door hit you with the good lord split you you are an abomination to the u.s federal government you never should have been there you never should have reaped the benefits of calling yourself a secretary of anything not a secretary of homeland security not a secretary of um the shoe department not a secretary (laughs) of somebody's elementary school not a secretary of um, the girls at the sex club you not a sec- you should not have she this- could be a
1: squad leader
0: no she squad couldn't even leave is the a squad very- right no squad leaders are a very important role I've been a squad leader I've known some great squad leaders and she ain't one um she's famous for putting kids in cages and separating families as a policy and that what was that thing you defended. put
1: in your car window when the sun real bright she had to carry them there as a blanket I was like what How is that a blanket?
0: She's also famous for being dumb in congressional hearings. and She's famous
1: for being dumb. (laughs) Yeah. More people know her for that than anything else that she's ever done in her life. Uh And she's going to have to live and die with that. Rumor has it, that's why she didn't want to leave. But Trump got real reckless in these last few meetings and she ain't have no choice. Mm. She ain't have no choice. That's a double negative. She ain't have no. Mm. She ain't have no. It ain't a word. It ain't. It's in the dictionary Okay so Is Webster the defining factor of If the word ain't is a word Cause there's more dictionary brands out there than Webster But anyway I digress I just- bye. <laughs> bye, bye Bye Ashy you, you can't help us study Betsy DeVos can't help us study the word either So girl bye <laughs>
0: Bye edges <laughs> Bye uh, Kirsten which is a bad spelling name That white people can say correctly But can't say Martell correctly Bitch Puta, uh,
1: ooh, basura. <laughs>
0: Since we're doing all of that, uh, this weekend your favorite podcast won an award
1: for being an advocate of the community, and they uh, gave us a separate awards. I thought I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna have to let him keep this at his house because I know he' gonna be I ain't no retentive. But they gave us a separate ouch. one, so I was excited about that. Ouch! I, I'm just glad that they had two. because you know, girl these organizations don't always have the budgets.
0: Well, this one does. And thank uh, you so much support and love project Briggs so much more coming on that because we're going to be supporting project Briggs in the coming future. In a great and big way. But um, there were some words that I had. That uh, we didn't quite get to say. At the ceremony. The ceremony was lit. DJ Trifles out there being beautiful. Turning into the mm-hmm. party.
1: It was Ex- moving fast. Yeah. Uh, Xavier
0: <laughs> Entertainment uh, brought out all the girls. And um, all of the nominees. Were beautiful. Came in their red carpet. Regalia. Mm-hmm. Dressed to slay. Um, shout out.
1: Um, T.S. Madison
0: T.S. Madison knowing who we were loving our work in the community Billy
1: Malloy keeping up with our project um, all the ballroom kids that we saw ah Twiggy Garcon I love you watch Kiki on um, KIKI on um wherever you get your movies and stuff
0: yeah um And special thank you again to Rahim and Project Briggs. We appreciate your support so much. We couldn't do what we do without you and definitely not without the community. Continue to slay, continue to tell our stories, and magnify each other. If we don't magnify and support each other, who in the fuck will? Who? Who gonna do it? Who will cry for the little gay boy who's been kicked out of his home? Who will cry for the trans girl being killed in our streets? Who will cry for the trans service person being kicked out of the military? Who will cry for the bisexual girl being raped? Who will cry for the HIV positive person feeling like they are the walking dead? Who will cry for the unemployed? Who will cry for the homeless senior citizen on the street? Who will cry for the injustice of black and brown people incarcerated for the same things white people are celebrated and paid for? Who will cry? We will. Our cry is not of despair. Our cry is a battle cry. Thank you so much, Project Briggs. We look forward to working with you in the future.
1: Thanks, Craig.
0: Um, RuPaul's best friend race happened.
1: Can we move past? (laughs) What? How many points you get? Just a couple. I think Scarlett should have stayed. Agreed. Spoiler alert. Raja is a great performer. Put her on work the world tour. Let her make her coin. And I don't even like Scarlett like that,
0: but... She's um, a look
1: queen. Yeah. Now I'm more of a performing
0: queen. Um, But she slayed the lip sync. And she ain't been in the bottom 17 times like Raja. Uh-oh. I, I just did not understand the decision to keep Raja. And um, hopefully it was Bruce seeing potential in Raja or seeing herself
1: in Raja. She definitely wants to be a Monique Hart when it comes to the performance element, but mm Raja is not a Monique card because it's coming off of all-stars four like whenever Monique was down there in the bottom Monique would always turn it with a, a lip sync so I think maybe Raja is thinking that she's not gonna always turn it in the challenge, but she will turn it if she has to lip sync for her life.
0: But that's what her and Silky said as well. Is, mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna, if I had to lip sync all the way to the end, I'll lip sync to the end. Like, that's not how you gonna win a you gonna lip back crown. to wherever your ticket go back to.
1: <laughs> you gonna lip sync right on back to where your ticket came.
0: Somebody can send your luggage. <laughs> um, so, it's down to Raja, Akira, and Silky, Ganache are the only black
1: possibilities to win now. Oh, Cause I, cause I don't Brooklyn know if is Evie, still the winner for me. So uh,
0: I don't want to see Brooklyn win. I
1: really don't. want She's see amazing. It. That's the whole point of a competition, I guess.
0: <laughs> um, I think Evie is mixed. Evie gives me mixed Ooh. person of color, so my eye is still on Evie. I, I hope Evie does something great in uh, the coming week her and wins. Conditions get better. I want her to win despite her medical condition.
1: Oh, here we go. Come on. there's a little good old
0: Yeah. A story. A, a story. A turnaround story. Um, if she could be out here dancing and twirling looks and barely have uh, collagen in her ligaments and in her joints. Mm-hmm. Better than other girls. Literally. Better. I'm better than them. Honestly. Um, duality. Coming back <laughs> to that. Um, so, she's still my fave. I'm still confused at how we going to get to a winner at this point. But you have Brooklyn. I have Evie. We'll go with that. All right. Lastly, the Addams Family trailer dropped.
1: Something happened with them. They were trending, but I didn't get to see it.
0: They have a new trailer for a movie coming out on Halloween. Oh, that's good. And it is my most anticipated animated movie now. I don't watch many animated movies. Uh... I don't know I just feel I'm not I'm not kid enough yet and maybe I need to get back to being a kid sometimes um but uh I have rarely gone up for animated movies I think I uh what was the superhero The Incredibles I love The Incredibles and The Incredibles 2 I went to go see The Incredibles 2 in the theater I think that was the last animation movie I saw and the first one I saw in like probably years um but The Addams Family is gonna be the next animation movie I am going to see because number one, nostalgia. Um, I went to the drive-in to see all of the original Addams Family movies. um, And I watched the TV shows with my grandmom and I just can't wait to see them portrayed in a new story again. I'm so excited for uh, the Addams Family. Um, Number two, inclusion and diversity. What I was talking about earlier uh, with inclusion and diversity with Beyonce and the Reebok meeting, if you go into a room and you can't see anybody that looks like you and you are asked to spend your money, you shouldn't be spending your money there
1: get out leave right now
0: that's no longer the standard the standard is i should be able to see my myself in the media that i'm buying Uh uh-huh in the people that i'm surrounding myself by um and in the corporations that i'm aligning myself with and adam's family did a great job of um showcasing diversity in like the first five seconds of the trailer um they said that the American family Including a black family And two LGBT families Were the average American family That That's what the average American family looks like Ta-da And no longer, you know, a white tall dad A slightly shorter white mom Two white kids And a dog Because that's what white America wants us to believe An average
1: 50 something.
0: An average American family looks like And no, that's not what the average American family Alicia looks Keys, like anymore We got Alicia Keys,
1: Swiss Beats, and Meshonda best American family now
0: so if y'all if if media and other corporations that I'm working with can't uh, find enough diversity uh-huh. to put in their film and in their media I'm not watching it I'm not interested I'm not I already ate. cut off all white porn if it's all white people in the video I don't want to watch it y'all couldn't find nobody other than a white man to be in this movie if especially huh if it's a group film you got 17 people in this film fucking you couldn't find one brown one yellow one black person to be in this room fucking i'm not interested i'm not interested so that tells me that you are playing to a base play to that base that's fine they'll watch that stuff i'm not and so what i will be watching is adam's family and not that white porn thank you um next
1: i think that was last
0: that was the last of the topic topics. Um, we are going to drag a book again because the reason for the season, <laughs> um, a is still out here on city streets and, um, I still don't know why. Um, we arrested, well, charged someone and she pleaded guilty this week. Um, for spending millions of dollars for getting her white daughter into a college that she probably wouldn't have gotten into. So that lady is probably going to go to jail for at least two years.
1: Jeffrey star got the girls investigating his makeup color was stolen. He was like C three was stolen out of my makeup collection. And I lost $1.2 million. So now he's sitting at the house with the FBI watching videotapes and got a team of people scouring Facebook to see who stole his makeup color. But y'all let Ed Buck <laughs> murder two black gay men in his house and like, hmm, well the mother's gonna sue in civil court.
0: With drugs. <laughs> not not murder with a weapon. Um not murder with Great pussy, murder with drugs. Straight injections drugs. in their
1: arm. Illegal next drugs. to the bed
0: hashtag arrest ed book i'm not giving what is going up on? get the fuck out
1: of here we need to switch these two i can tell you that now go off um this week in social studies i watched um the strange history of don't ask don't tell on hbo this weekend it is an amazing eye-opening documentary into how um the largest military in the world, girl, we spend more, I think we spend three times the amount of money on our military than Nine any times. of the other Western people combined or something like that. Some, and we're putting together a Space Force because our military needs to be bigger. Um, So it was before World War II, I want to say, um, the military was like, well, girl, this war going to cost us a lot of money and we need to figure out how to cut um, uh, at least a trillion out of this budget. So when people when men were applying to join for the military if you had feminine traits they wouldn't allow you to join because it was perceived that you were weak because you were feminine and you would was not gonna you was not you were not going to be a great asset to the team when we over here girl world war it's us against the world literally um then so. In 1957, after the war, the U.S. Navy commissioned the Crittenden Report, and they found that there was no reason why gay people shouldn't be in the military, but because the results of the study didn't come back the way in the 1950s and 60s, the results didn't come back the way that they wanted the results to come back. So they was like, okay, well, let's silence this girl. Let's push this down. Let's not publish this report because the world's not going to be able to handle it. And then so, um, the girls started asking for gays to join the military, gays to join the military, and then Randcorp was condition was commissioned by I forget who. Probably the Navy again. Um, and in nineteen ninety three they did another study on okay, so would you guys feel, you know, like kind of scared if a gay person was, you know, next to you and back, giving up their life and their family back home just like you giving up yours and Shit, your life is in their hands and their life is in yours. And you know, the rancor study came back as well. And they were like, the soldiers were like, girl, we don't too much give a shit, girl. As long as she got the powers to do the job, girl, kill that bitch. Make sure we both get back home after the mission, girl. What, 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 what who think about sexuality? <laughs> Ain't nobody think about sexuality when it's life or death. Uh, but of course, that study came back not the way the Republicans wanted. So they wanted to bury that study. And so-and-so, so-and-so. But then it leaked. <laughs> oh, and then it leaked. And then the crediting report leaked as well. Oh, my gosh. So then um, John McCain, y'all yeah, want to say rest in peace, but he was a piece of shit. He started walking out of meetings when people were bringing, oh, as a person who's been to the war and I have been a hostage of war and blah, blah, blah. This will not be tolerated. She and maybe if he was a gay person there, he could have sucked somebody' dick and got you out, sir. That was a joke. But uh, what are you talking about? If there were more skilled people there, it was just it was just such an eye opening um documentary. And they were talking about how a lesbian woman was a colonel of something. I think that's a real, what's a colonel? Colonel. Current, no, I think it was it was something really really huge. Colonel and, is. And the then she came out, and then they put her out i was just like so because i actually know where the clit is that means i can't do my job y'all don't know where the clit is and y'all can't do y'all job either (laughs) what is going on um and then daniel Choi, i think he came out on the rachel maddow show i think that's where he came but daniel Choi was really instrumental and it was just so it was it's such an amazing documentary um And then so in the end, they ended up repealing Don't Ask, Don't Tell for the same reason of, well, we think it's going to cost a lot of money and we can't handle those costs right now. And then they were like, well, girl, let's look at the costs. We just put a whole kernel out. We we know we paid a a minimum of $2 million for her training. We've paid her in her earnings all this money. She's had an amazing military career. She's an amazing person. And we're just going to put her out because... What? What? She eat pussy better than me? I mean, I that's really all I can think of. I don't know what other reasons they would put gay people out of the military. They're scared of your duality. They were talking about um unit unit cohesiveness, but then all the soldiers have said in 1957 and then again in 2003 that unit when it's life or death, I ain't got time. I don't got time to worry about that. I'm not worried about nothing about life. Death. Those are the only two things I got going on. Those are, but because those studies didn't come back the way that y'all wanted to, y'all wanted to suppress that information. So America is out here acting like one of these other regimes that we always talking down about and wanting to speak bad and, you know, not work with them. America's doing the same fucking thing. So, um, shout out to the documentary, um, The Strange History of Don't Ask, Don't Tell on HBO. Make sure you guys watch it. Do you have any th- you were a part of the Don't Ask Don't Tell? I was a part of uh when it happened and
0: I was a co-collaborator with Daniel Troy when we took it down. Um and so I'm happy to hear that that at least his name uh is a part of the conversation because um there were 15 others uh with us that uh created the original redress for repeal of Don't Ask Don't Tell. And uh, Daniel Choi needed active duty, current active duty people, um, to sign on to the original redress for repeal, add our comments, um, proudly say what our names were, what our positions were, uh, why we thought that the ask, the Don't Tell uh, policy should be repealed. And all of us signed on knowing that it could mean that we would be put out immediately Immediately um, There were cases that I saw Where it was completely unfounded Whether a person was gay or not They just got caught having sex with the wrong gender And
1: they were put out of the military They found somebody's journal So even if I don't ask and I don't tell you If your nose has go read my journal Now I'm without a job Bitch what you doing in my journal? Not just a job a career um, and so just like you were talking about
0: The colonel the, the Some of these people Some of us had invested A lot of time A lot of energy Made a lot of sacrifices With friends Family And ourselves And poured ourselves into this And to be told You gotta get the fuck out Because I don't respect your duality I don't understand your sexual orientation You got to get the fuck out. Um, I think that the studies are very important. Um, There is an undercurrent in the military of certain people that don't want, um, well, that didn't want the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell and didn't want trans service members to be in the service. But the majority of us did want those things. The best people that I've worked alongside in combat uh, were gay people and were feminine gay people. Um, the best shooter that I have ever known That has shot the most weapons A black feminine gay ass man He loved nothing more than fucking guns He knew how to shoot more than 20 or 30 different guns I knew about like 3 or 4 He knew 20 or 30 different guns And he just loved guns um, And so It's a misnomer to think that Femininity had anything to do with Him being successful at his job in the military um, I'm happy Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed, and I'm extremely proud of uh, my work with Daniel Choi, and I'm
1: excited to hear the story being told again. I completely skipped a step. So, after World War II, of course, after World War II, no, before World War II, they said no feminine men in the in the military, and then when Bill Clinton was elected president, um, people were asking for him to repeal it. But then they were arguing back and forth for months and months and months. And then Bill Clinton what would compromise and did don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. So um, since like 1942, when was World War II? 1946? So from 1940-something to when Bill Clinton was elected president, no gay people could be in the armed forces. But then Bill Clinton had a big enough dick, no pause, to get them to compromise on a, well, girl, if you don't ask, I'm not going to tell you. But then the community kept the foot on their necks and said, well, girl, uh, that's cute. That that's how far you got. But they're still not good enough. And so then they still had to work an additional 10 to 12 years, no pause, and to get it fully repealed. But it was an amazing documentary. Make sure you watch it Um, again. And the fight is not over because trans people are being kicked out today. Under President Trump, yes. Today.
0: The fight is not over. We still have a fight to fight. If you are in the military right now, they're being continue.
1: deemed too expensive. The same, the same shit. The I'm same like, things. man, you're gonna have to um come up with the new. <laughs> you have to come up with the. New. We need, we need advocates and we need accomplices in and around the military. Somebody to lick these reports, because I'm sure there's one about the trans girls. They ain't costing us no more money.
0: Advocates <laughs> are people that um lend their voices to. The struggle um, to the elect illegalities, ooh, ooh. illegalities. That
1: that's is the a word. big word. That
0: is a big word. Um, of what is going on with kicking trans people out, accomplices, me, are people that are willing to do crimes to make sure that yeah. that the right thing is done. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not incriminate myself and talk about crimes that I have did to uh, make sure that Don't Ask, Don't Tell was repealed. <laughs> but I am also still willing to do crimes to make sure that trans people get My to stay. My sisters is okay. Get to stay in the military, My brothers and sisters. They they have earned the right, just like any lily white boy from Oklahoma that decides he want to go because he got beat His up. His GPA high school. was low. <laughs> no
1: no come over here it's life or death your gpa low you're not educated enough well
0: first off your gpa being low is going to disqualify you from coming in in the first goddamn place this oh, ain't great. that this thank ain't that military no more Woo, thank you um, repeal that <laughs> so there's that on that <laughs> um this week in sexual health i would like to touch on one thing really quickly um lube placement uh. lube placement i think is extremely important uh, for tops and bottoms and versatile people, all
1: people participate. All participants
0: and hetero people. If you out there listening, all participants. I think a lot of people um, shame heterosexual women for having lube, using lube, but we the way comments
1: from um, hetero listeners. Yeah, I'm not saying that. We oh,
0: know. I'm just saying that that's that's a real thing that people shade hetero women for. Oh, but um, the. The way that a vagina works... If you know anything about vaginas... Uh Is that... They can be seasonal. They don't always have to be as wet as you would like. As you see in porn. Or as I was last week. So... I'm still going to need... um, Some extra if you want to be fucking me for 45 minutes. So lube placement is extremely important. I think... um, Letting the receiving partner lube you and himself is important. Meaning... If you are on the receiving end of penis, a bottom, a versatile, a top, the recipient, because <laughs> a top could be the recipient. Of this <laughs> um, it is important that you lube the penis that is going in you, and you lube yourself. Lube yourself one because you know that how much the, I need, how much lube you need on the outside and on the inside um, amen. for this to be successful.
1: Cream on the outside, on the inside what song is that oh sorry i thought (laughs) Bob.
0: um and also lubing your partner's penis as well i know from personal experience on
1: occasions oh
0: bitch (laughs) shut up (laughs) that um people on the giving end and not the receiving end um can feel like they have lubricated themselves enough for what they have to do
1: and then turn around and be unforgiving Woo, so you can't be unforg- you can't be cheap with the lube and be aggressive with the the wee wee you have to be aggressive with both yes lube never goes where we
0: intend and sometimes the giving partner can intend th- that he's lubed his entire penis and has lubed only the shaft and not the head and the head is the most important part that's what they do lube. in
1: straight porn.
0: That's why we're talking about. Cause
1: home. they spit on the head and then they want to put it in the vagina and I just be like, whoa, that does not. That's not gonna be enough at this address. <laughs> but None it's very in holiness. It's
0: important that the top lubes his own dick, and the bottom lubes their own hole, if they both know how to lubricate themselves. If you do not have the range or the ability and capacity to fully lube yourself practice, and someone else you'll learn you've got to learn that skill it is extremely important in sexual health um so we can avoid fissures hemorrhoids and the uh, damages of hemorrhoids if you already have them and the formulation of hemorrhoids if you don't have them Mm. and overall discomfort in sex
1: and also keep stds away it's um, been proven that more lube actually will wash away the the, keep the STDs out,
0: and protect uh, the the inner mucosal linings uh-huh. of the anus wall more if you have more lube present than if you have less. So lube is highly important. Look at you. No matter how Central much health. how much you use, what type you use, know your favorites. Stay fully stocked if you are gonna be that girl that's gonna <laughs> be doing all of the things with all of the lubes. If you are out, then you are fucking out, and that means you are getting no dick do not substitute the lube that you know that works for you with the Crisco that you have on the stove
1: I was thinking about checking off with it cause I'm yeah. out of lube currently and I didn't want to go to the store but I was like I guess I'm gonna have to try check today
0: well that's a <laughs> I mean that's safe <laughs> that's safe low risk low risk y'all gotta y'all gotta do things in low risk Judge high risk mid risk sure. I mean, and that is sexual health this week what is the song for
1: your I soul I deleted my note oh <laughs> Running my mouth. <laughs> I was so excited about loop. Okay, um, and know what loop works for you? It takes that takes practice as well. Woo, Chad! I just had to figure that out. The song for my soul this week. Um, it has been warm in DC for like three days, two or three days, and you can already see the attitudes in the boys changing. And I just want to say out loud, you ain't no Houdini. I see these tricks you're trying to play, sir. So the song for my soul this week is Womack and Womack. Baby, I'm scared of you. I want a man that means everything he say and not no boy full of play. Pulling rabbits out of his head every day. Ooh, baby, I'm scared of you. <laughs> Take those tricks and games and shenanigans over there. Keep it on the playground. It's getting warm outside, but your feelings for me and your um is it affinity for the um uh, Butch Queen, this one in particular, need to remain the same. Cause if it's gonna change, then just let me know. Just say out loud, it's getting warm. I'd have been down to Brixton two Sundays in a row, and I'm thinking about making a change. Make that change. <laughs> so Walmaking oh, Walmak. <laughs> Baby, I'm scared of you.
0: Oh, they recounted the Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah,
1: the Leaving Neverland girls recanted because it wasn't scientifically or uh, evidence based. It wasn't evidence based. Yeah, <laughs> y'all got to research. You got to research do, your sources. You got to do your do the work. Um,
0: the song for my soul this week. Iconic, of course, from the '90s, of course. Leave me on, boy, if you want. Take my heart and my love. Take of me all that you want. And if there's a thing that you need, I give you the breath that I breathe. And if ever you yearn for the love in me, whenever, wherever, whatever, baby. Whenever, whatever, wherever. Bye-bye, baby. You'll know the song because I did that. Wish I knew if I could. Be the one that you would love forever and a day, baby. Oh yeah. And if there's a thing that you need for you and your blood
1: that I will bleed. Amen.
0: And if ever you learn, if ever you yearn for the love in me, whenever, wherever my baby Maxwell, Whenever, wherever, whatever, it was an R&B jam in 1996. Uh, Some of y'all wasn't even born yet. I'm glad I have the license to say that now. Uh -uh. (laughs) Um, but it was off of his debut album, a fire debut album with hits like uh, "Ascension," "Don't Ever Wonder," and "Till the Cops Come Knocking." Because "Till the Cops Come Knocking,"
1: I think he Mm. just celebrated the the anniversary
0: of that album or something yes he posted something
1: on his insta snap that's why that's why we're here today yeah Uh, oh and that's that's why come on
0: out (laughs) that's why we're here today um 1996 um so again i know some uh, we have some young listeners out there that were not born at that time but go check out this music because it was great music at the time it's great music still now i listened to it the other day it still hits like grits and uh, it's a mood. It's a grounding song. Um, it's kind of a love song, but more of a grounding song. More of a, if you're singing it to yourself, it's self-love and self-care. If you're singing it about somebody else, mm, let them hit it right. Whenever, wherever, whatever, Maxwell. bye bye baby.
1: I'm not here for it, um, Mike Huckabee. Oh, in a new interview, I'm not here for him having Sarah Huckabee. <laughs> Shit, let's start there. Look, these white girls could always get to somewhere based off their daddy name. Where is my father? <laughs> Same. Where is where is my fucking father? Um. So Mike Huckabee, who was a Southern Baptist pastor before getting into politics and becoming the, gov- the governor, the former governor of Arkansas, one of the well, you know, Mississippi's first. Arkansas is who close second. Um. In a new interview with The Christian Post, he says that LGBTQ people are the greatest threat to America. Huckabee said, The biggest threat to biblical principles today is a failure to apply a biblical standard of maleness and femaleness. We are creating this illusion that there is no gender. There is no identity. And I'm blaming the Christian church. Huckabee claimed that gender dysphoria is occurring because the church, quote, the church has failed to present very clearly the words of Jesus in Genesis 5 2, male and female. He created them. Let me tell y'all about what RuPaul wrote and RuPaul's got to work. What is it called? Working, Working it. it. RuPaul's got to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we're going to talk about books about fairy tales. Girl, and we could just quote books. Let's talk about what J.K. Rowling wrote in the second Harry Potter. It's a book. It's a <laughs> bestseller. It's a, a, best a fairytale. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Go away from me with this. So,
0: um, behind the scenes note. We do not write the podcast together. <laughs> what is going We,
1: on we just write based on what we see going on what in the What I world feel. And feel. I'm but from Memphis. and so for this nigga across... 30 minutes from my house I could be in Arkansas and so I, this is like a in like the tri-state area for me so um cause you know the Arkansas oh no it's actually like 10 to 15 minutes you could be in Arkansas from my house where I, I live have a house in Memphis well downtown so like it's just like to know that Mississippi was trash but to know that Arkansas is trash and just I just have always worried about them
0: I'm not worried about <clears> them at all
1: um, but like I said, my brothers and sisters live there. I think
0: that some of them should move, <laughs> um, a lot of them should move. Um, but I started off, off this podcast with the affirmation about your duality, and those words from um, whatever governor, governor Huckabee show you exactly what I was telling you and affirming you in the beginning your duality is scary. You are a god. They are scared of you. They wish to demean and undermine you because they're scared of you. They don't understand you. Things that they don't understand, they try to destroy. Um, My here for it this week is, Um there was a fake story on a gay-leaning blog. I will not say the gay-leaning blog because I don't want to give her no more views for this fake-ass story. Mm. But, <laughs> but, It did bring up a topic that I think that we should talk about. The story was debunked, and um, it should still be a cautionary tale.
1: Uh
0: Um, The story was about a popular socialite uh, going to visit Houston and being followed back to his hotel room by someone who saw him on Jacked. The stalker allegedly entered the socialized room behind him before the door closed and then was swiftly cussed out and put out. The lesson to come from this fake fuckery is stay alert and stay alive. I love Houston. I love Texas. I love going to go visit places. I love being in hotels, villas, mm-hmm. on the jacked, on yeah. the grinder. Oh, yeah. But huh. I am always alert of my surroundings. You have to be alert. Things like this happen for real. This story that This girl told on this um, gay blog, this was for clicks and views. And some of you probably saw it because some of y'all follow her and that's fine. But it's a cautionary tale of things that really can happen in real life um, to you, me, anybody, but you have to remain vigilant. Um, I've talked about vigilance while on the sexual apps all the time. When someone starts acting crazy start um talking crazy or being weird or just doing too fucking much on these sexual apps to include Jack and grinder grinder just turned 10 10 years grinder's been around for 10 years um block them because just ignoring them is not enough if they can still see your physical location they are gonna still be just as crazy and just as weird if they come to your presence and they're probably gonna have more of that energy because they finally found you. And so you never know who is really, really watching you closely and who is around the corner and who is you know, chasing you home or, or stalking you home. I have been the victim of quite a few stalkers. And um, I know that it's only because I've been vigilant that I have not been a victim of a serious crime. But I think that you guys also need to know that you can be vigilant as well um, and stop a serious crime from happening to you. Because the, the story that this boy was telling, I know has happened to other people and it has not ended as good as the story was wrote. It has ended in sexual assault. It has ended in death. If you look at these last transgender homicides they end the same way um getting into strangers cars last week we talked about preventative measures when getting into ride sharing apps and then the story broke yesterday about other girls that were being sexually assaulted um when getting into ubers so be vigilant if you are going to be reckless and irresponsible bring somebody else that is going to be vigilant on my birthdays and certain other holidays and celebrations, I am going to be reckless. You better damn believe that if I am going to be reckless and I got all of this to lose, I'm going to bring somebody else that is going to be vigilant for me because I can't be vigilant at that time. So y'all, please take that to heart. That is what I'm absolutely here for this week.
1: It's time for our last call. It is
0: time for our last calls again this week. If you are new to the podcast, make sure you pour yourself a shot and take our last call with us.
1: First of all, it's on me because I was supposed to go back to the store to get some more of that traditional. But I didn't have time. So um, together, um, my last call again goes to um, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade for being so supportive of their eleven-year-old son um, and I just wish more parents were as supportive, and I hope to see more of that in the future because they are doing great in this moment, um, with Zion who's eleven years old um, allowing him to be on the. Flow and participate in the parade down to the Ma- Miami Beach. And I'm just here for it. It's my last call. Shout out to Gabrielle Union. She's an amazing mother. Yeah, amazing
0: mother. Um, And beautiful gowns. So, combination, duality.
1: <laughs> duality, she got both. Oh, and the B and Mary Jane movie is coming. Like, April is giving the girls things. Did the B and Mary Jane movie come out? When I don't think it? it's
0: out yet. But they released like a picture. B so a trailer probably is coming Mary soon.
1: Mary Jane movie.
0: I'd watch it. I don't even know what's really going on. April sixteenth. Oh, the day, before, day before the before Beyonce. Beyonce.
1: <laughs> Woo! Booked. April is whole just book. given booked. April sixteenth. Just then, booked. April seventeenth. Then, y'all still have to take the whole week off. <laughs> I'm.
0: I got popcorn. <laughs> I got popcorn. I don't even know what's going to be happening to be in Mary Jane because I I think I, I watched didn't watch
1: like it like that. But
0: I watched two episodes. I don't know really what's going on, but I guess I could watch the movie. It's
1: acclaimed in the community, so. Yeah.
0: Um, They also watch Tyler Perry movies. Uh-oh. Uh, my last call this week is to Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler.
1: What is she doing interviews for? I was, I like, she was on Hot Ones, where you eat the hot wings and answer crazy questions. Then she was on Ellen. I think she was on Jimmy K- What is she promoting?
0: She's on Bill Maher as well this week. Um, So I dragged the Bill Maher show, but I'm also going to pick it up as well. <laughs> Um, I, She has a Book She has a book out It's got okay. a really cute It's a cute title too I just can't remember it At this moment uh-huh. But she has a book out I think that's That's what she's promoting But um, On her In her comments On Real Time um, Chelsea Handler Was talking about White people needing To take a step back And realize The generational trauma That has occurred To people of color Is different And more egregious Than that Of their, of their own race And reflecting on that before speaking in public about race relations come on i think that is extremely important because that sounds to me like a real ally i've um gave her applause before for her allyship for lgbt things um well saying things about lgbt causes before on her big ass platform that is mostly heterosexual and mostly white leaning Uh uh-huh um, and I think it's also extremely important and great for her to be doing the same thing again about talking about race relations.
1: And she said that white women need to listen to black women because they always vote in their interest, interest. or something like that. Yes. She yeah, she's the handler been out here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but but this past weekend she really went off on this last episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, um, about that subject because white people
1: will jump huh.
0: at the opportunity to discuss and debate race relations without taking the step back and they realizing. Understand. They
1: didn't know. No research. They the came.
0: people that I'm talking about? No research. Yeah. They're like oppressed oppressed. Yeah. Like triple,
1: quadruple oppressed. For a hundred years. Than
0: I could ever be. Yeah. So yeah, we're, both a, we're all Americans. Sure. But one of us has been an American for 50 years. And the other has been an American for 400
1: years. Um, uh, No, uh, we barely get desegregated 50, 60 years ago. I, I said 50.
0: Oh. <laughs> so, and Americanhood is still questionable today in 2019 when um, I can go to jail for two blunts and Martha Stewart can open a business about the same two blunts and get millions of dollars. So... American hood
1: how you doing
0: that is my last call this week thank you guys so much for listening to here for a podcast again make sure that you subscribe like this episode share this episode comment on this episode get over to our instagram right now there are some crazy ass pictures with my tongue out from this past weekend oh and
1: yeah we want to see that
0: yeah and (laughs) um Thank you, we are going to continue the conversation For as long as you guys allow it I am the Superman T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N And I am still the homecoming king
1: Um, Make sure you guys follow the show On the internet, hereforitpod.com Get your merch Hereforitshop.com And um Find me somewhere soon, twerking The girl said on Instagram They want to see my ass pigs next After I posted your back shots So girl Double work. I need a photographer. (laughs) Take your Truvada. Bye.